comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. together from the cosmic reaches of the universe, here in this great hall of justice are the most powerful forces of good ever assembled. I am Supergirl. I am the Flash. My name is Oliver Queen. I had to become the Green Arrow. Dedicated to truth. Justice and peace for all mankind. Hey everybody, welcome to the DC TV Podcast, episode 64. And uh, we're, I mean, it's really one year away from retirement, guys. Gonna Is it that, Groundhog Day? I'm going to have that uh, AARP membership paid up too, you know. I just got my card a couple days ago. I got the AARP, the AAA road service, and, oh, and maybe it's flying American Airlines AA. I am a okay. Wow, <laughs> it's the best I can manage. Ladies and gentlemen, master of acronyms, Mister Chubto Children. Thank you, thank you. Is <laughs> he the Earth Three master of acronyms? Acronym man. Mm. Everything he says, <laughs> everything he says is or uh, acronym. Acromina. How about that? <laughs> the man who got the salvage rights to that giant robot from last episode of Legends of Tomorrow, Mr. Daryl Taylor. You son of a bitch, uh, I wanted those. You're going to dress up as a giant robot for Halloween. or draw <laughs> <laughs> with you. Cosplay. I, I was thinking, you know, it'd be really funny to go to um, Heroes Con and cos like a group cosplay, all as Magnegro. Like all of us wearing those bucket helmets. Oh man! I like just walking into things <laughs> and bumping our heads. And the zoom of Earth Four, Miss Jerry Atkinson. Yes, that's me. She just got back from being Spider Gwen for Free Comic Book Day. I was, and there was a puppy too. So follow me on the Instaham at Sis Throat Punch. So. Mm, Instaham. <laughs> that is a great invention. You need to patent that. Instaham? Okay. Instaham. Yes. Okay. Just all the pictures appear on like a big side of ham or something. <laughs> big, no. Like I, was, ham. I was envisioning more like an app where it's just a button you press and they bring you ham. Yes. Ooh. You just press it. It's like Uber, but instead of bringing you a car, it brings you a pig. <sighs> That's not a bad idea. I don't know if I need the whole pig, but, you know, maybe it's like a nice ham on rye. A nice ham on rye would be good once in a while. Yeah, I'd prefer the ham on rye. Yeah, you know, I don't need a whole pig. Or it could be LT. Yeah, you know, however you want to roll with your pork products or or not. BB. (laughs) Bacon, bacon, and bacon sandwich. And this week, uh, we had a delicious sandwich of DC TV. Ha <laughs> ha! Captain Segway. Nice Segway, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Captain Segway strikes again. (laughs) We uh we had episode a new episode of Gotham, new episode of The Flash, new episode of Arrow, and a new new episode of Legends of Tomorrow. What is it that a new episode of Legends of Tomorrow, or is it just a is repeat? It, it, yeah, it was a repeat of the same hashing of uh, yeah. We'll we'll get to it. Well, it was technically. <laughs> 
and a new episode of Legends of Tomorrow. I can understand where you'd be confused because of the time travel, you know, the loops and the... Yeah. Yeah, especially the way it's written sometimes, but, you know. Yeah, we capture them and we give them back. Let's start off with... Uh, a Catch wack- release. Let's start, <laughs> start off with the wack- wacky house of Hugo Strange. Yeah, uh, man. Uh, Wrath of the oh. Villains, colon, Azrael. Oh, man. This is, like, this is like going into the Frankenstein territory now. This is like reminding me of the Dollmacher from... Uh, Right. But I'm loving it. I'm loving every minute but of it. I was going to say, BD, BD Wong is killing it, though. You know? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Even his lab assistant's looking at him a little askance a few times in this episode. It's like, are you kidding? Right. Like, you crazy. Yeah. Like, you are crazy. Yeah. No. <laughs> he finds out how the episode starts with uh, uh, you know, Galavan reanimated, still locked up in the room where he killed all those guys who brought him back. But now he's written in mostly in Latin on the walls in blood, right. all over the walls and uh, crazy. Strange Hugo Strange is kind of piecing together that there's this whole backstory that he has in his mind, and that if he can like tap into that backstory of the Order of Saint Dumas and give him an identity to like cling on to, that he could be extremely useful as you know an executioner. I don't know if that's the best plan. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was kind of on the fly. I mean, it was kind of on the fly. He's like, oh, a backstory. Yeah, that's it. So, I mean, he's kind of playing it by ear at this point. Well, it's Gotham. I mean, we just, why not? Right, right. Let's do it. This was, a lot of this just does not work on paper, but somehow it just works, and it's great. B.D. Wong is having, having that time of his life. Playing this like uh, oh, yeah. strange, you know, it's like he's he's like a villainous by turns, but almost like a kid in a candy store. And every mm-hmm. every so often, he just seems like over, over, over happy with himself for what he's done. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. good. Uh, unfortunately, though, Hugo's uh, um, experiment gets interrupted by a visit from Jim Gordon, um, two fisted, hard knuckled Jim Gordon, <laughs> not a cop right now, which we are reminded of later with the big Very scene or whatever. Very true. Um, but he goes to interrogate Strange anyway on behalf of Bruce. And Strange guesses that it's Bruce Wayne who sent him or whatever. And he kind of bluffs uh, uh, Strange by uh, you know saying that he had a court order from Harvey Dent right here so, you know, to exhume uh, Victor Fry's body. And Hugo Strange says he's cremated. And that tells Gordon what he needs to know that you know Fry's is still actually alive. And everything right. that Strange said was a lie. So he basically lays out the whole thing for Strange. It's like, you know, you killed this, you know, Karen girl from the last episode. You, you know, you, it's all, you know, this is all you, you're the philosopher. And then bluffs him with the, the empty envelope that doesn't have a court order in it. But he gets the information that he needs. Well, but I thought it was kind of strange for him to play his hand right then. You know, yeah. like he confirmed it right then. Right. Like maybe he should have taken a step back and, you know, not just put everything out there on Front Street, you know? And yeah, now his but... home turf, too. You don't know if this guy, right. if Hugo has right. goons with, with needle, hypodermic needles, you know, and think about, drug you up and crap. Think about the Jim Gordon we've seen in this series. Well, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. I mean, the, yeah. first, the first adjective yeah. I think of is headstrong. Yeah. I mean, because I, I constantly, Lee, Barnes, uh, Bullock, are always telling him, think, Jim, think, calm down before you do anything. You know what I mean? They're always calming. They're always trying to remember nah. you know? But instead, he goes off and does the impetuous thing that he thinks is right. No, it. I mean, it makes sense for his character, but at the same time, I'm just like, man, don't, don't reveal your whole hand right now. Come on. That's what he but, does. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, as he's walking by, griping about Gordon, 
our, our buddy uh, Ed Nigma here overhears and says he could be a lot of help because he knows Gordon inside and out like a book. I love full on Riddler crazy Ed now. He is so crazy. Plus, he's like uh, the way he like manipulates those patients. Oh, it's amazing. To, oh, yeah. Uh, to get what he wants from them. And, Puppet master. And he, I mean... <laughs> he shows off to Hugo Strange. He's like, you know, here's this guy and he needs this. You know, he's a cannibal unless he thinks he's your friend. You know, she's obsessive compulsive. will probably kill you in your sleep unless you give her something to do. You know, he gives her a book, you know. Um, and this gives Hugo Strange the idea of attaching the um, persona and the story of Azrael to the reanimated Galavan. Um, in fact, there's a scene where he's walking down the hall in Indian Hill, like reading through another book, and I think it's um, Alice in Wonderland. Yep. Yeah. And there's I'm thinking, a... is this going to be like, uh, is this an introduction to like, who, uh, uh, like a Mad Hatter down the road? That's what I was kind of thinking that it was like Got a little to. bit of a yeah. foreshadowing or a hint right. or something like that. But yeah, yep. we're going to go through the Looking Glass at some point. Well, he keeps saying that you know that this this is a breakthrough idea attaching personas. To these, you know, kind of broken people that he's broken, right? You know, to, right. So they have something to identify with and a purpose. Just and, wait till he makes uh, King Humpty Dumpty or whatever it was that Vincent Price played. You mean Egghead. <laughs> Egghead, yes. King Humpty Dumpty. You know, if you start talking about Batman sixty six, Daryl will leave the podcast. Oh, don't, don't leave, Daryl. Don't leave. You will stomp out of here in a huff. I oh, forgot angry. about his lack of joy. Mm-hmm. Shut up. He does hate Joy. That is true. Uh, yeah. Well, I hate her. She was such a mean woman. <laughs> the only so thing mean. that brings him joy is spaghetti and meatballs. Oh, I wouldn't say that. Sad, Daryl. Uh, it's kind of a thing. There are a few. Yeah. Uh, I was about to say, maybe, you know, vagina, maybe. <laughs> So we weren't going to well, say Well, I mean, that, 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 We weren't going to say it. Well, yeah. In theory, you know. no? Yeah, but I mean, that goes without saying. I, I wasn't going to state the obvious. Well, I just Jerry, said it, so now it doesn't go without saying. This is a family saying. show, Jerry. <laughs> yes, okay. that's how we work in this business. Come on, man. <laughs> that's good radio, oh, Daryl. See, that's why Daryl's the mogul, the master. <laughs> yep, yep, Learn at his feet, okay? <laughs> yep. You're the grasshopper. He's the ancient one. Got it? Uh, go with it. Just give me the pebble. Let me snatch it. Let's be I done with this. When I can snatch the microphone from his hand, then only then will I be a master. <laughs> well, that or I'm when, too drunk to move it. When you can be a guest, <laughs> on, when you can be a guest on No Apologies and actually get five minutes worth of airtime, then, <laughs> oh, then you are a true one. podcasting master. That sounds like a challenge. Challenge. Challenge that. accepted. That's up to, that's up, no, I'm not, I'm not on no apologies. Is this like the podcast version of Bloodsport? Is this like the, what's that, Kumite? <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk about it. There's blood involved in that, yeah. I'm not allowed to talk about it. The first rule is I'm not allowed to talk about it. That is true. That Second is true. rule is I'm not allowed to talk about it either. So. Yeah, okay. Um, so Strange decides to turn his theory up to 11. He walks into the room where Gallivan has you know, been writing in the blood of all the dead bodies and uh, presumably using the bathroom for three days on the floor and w- walks in with the book of, uh, of St. Dumas and poses as Azrael's father, Dumas, who ends up becoming St. Dumas, and tells him that he is Azrael, and he pulls out a sword. He played that so brilliantly, too. Yeah. He gives him a sword called the Sword of Sin, 
And Peabody's like, yeah, we just made that at the costume shop. He's like, well, he doesn't know that. Be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but he learns it later. And so Strange gives him one mission only. Guess what it is, everybody? Uh, I'm going to think, um, go Uh, get him milk. Stick of butter. Bread, a loaf of bread, yeah. and a, bread. Of milk. <laughs> a gallon of milk and a stick of butter. That's right, that's right. gallon of milk and a stick of butter. That's a good loaf of bread. Um, no, kill Jim Gordon. Of oh. course. <laughs> Shocking! Wow. Um, Bruce thinks they should go, like, there's a scene with Bruce and Gordon where Bruce just wants to go take out Hugo. Of course. Just like uh, Gordon did with Theo, and Gordon's like, there's a price that you pay for taking someone's life. Yeah. He goes into this whole like <laughs> spiel about you know how he regrets uh, killing Gallivan, which is BS because he says like to leave uh, everything up to the police. Uh, but I mean, they go and try to explain these things to Barnes, and Barnes is like, "Yeah, why you should I?" Believe- what, you you almost want to say what police at the end of this show? Seriously, yeah, but, um, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Barnes and uh, Barnes and Gordon are arguing over what's really happening in Gotham. And lo and behold, Azrael shows up, cloaked in dark robes, and a scary metal mask, and yelling for James Gordon's death. Looks and so cool. Look, and, it did. Um, yeah, it looks really good. Very Batman-y. That's yeah, how Batman well, would look. Yeah, yeah uh, well, no. you see where Bruce sees him hopping around in the distance. You, you can see that look of inspiration in his well, eye. we got to get to that point. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm just, I was just commenting on your comment there so yeah. <laughs> Barnes I think that's got to reply <laughs> got to wait for Jim to get there gotta, yeah. no big I'm, I never tried anybody for talking on a podcast <laughs> uh, <laughs> Theo escapes and he, he has like he definitely it, it looked like he had like supernatural strength and, and agility because the way he was jumping and stuff like that it looked like more than a normal person good so um, you know, maybe there is something the strange saying that you know these people coming back from the dead, these bring back are enhanced in some way. But uh, he escapes, you know, Barnes and, and Gordon and Bullock and half the cops like lay into him, and he he makes his way out of there. But as he goes down a, uh, an alleyway, he sees a poster for Mayor Gallivan, and he kind of like has a few flashes. Triggered. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but but the programming that that uh, Strange has on him is stronger, and he yeah. busts out of it. Uh, Barnes, after seeing what happens, seeing these guys after Gordon, um, you know, tries to get the straight stuff from Bruce and Gordon. But you know, he basically tells Bruce to go home. You know, after listening to him for a few minutes, and then uh, puts Gordon in a cell. He's like for his protection, right? Because um, you know that works so well with uh, you know all the other times they've broken into the GCPD. Well, all Let's the see. crazy things we've seen. Zaz, Zaz is taking over GCPD just right. by himself and his goons. The Maniacs, Jerome took over GCPD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I'm forgetting somebody. Oh, the Electrocutioner. Right. He took over GCPD. So it's no surprise that here comes Azrael through that giant plate glass window on the, on the top floor in the most dramatic way possible. One dude. One guy. <laughs> <laughs> one guy. <laughs> one guy. <laughs> he shuts off all the power in the precinct and tells Barnes that if he gives up Gordon, he'll spare all the cops' lives. And Barnes is like, you know, we don't negotiate with terrorists, so all those cops die. Of course. <laughs> That's what they do. Um, Barnes overpowers Theo and shoots him and um, knocks off his mask. Mm-hmm. Barnes is like, you, you're supposed to be dead. And um, Barnes tries to keep him busy while Gordon is finding some stronger firepower. 
and he uses a pipe to break the stage sword in the scuffle, and the mask comes off. Like I said, he discovers identity, and when he does, Theo takes that second and stabs Barnes with the broken sword. Because you have to pause and allow your opponent to uh, stab you. I recognize That's exactly how that works. That's yep. exactly how that works. You excogitate, yeah. you pause, yeah. and then, you know, if you make it out of there, then your plan was sound. That's how that exactly. works. Check <laughs> I have to check out the uh, Guild of Calamitous Intent rules on that one. I, yeah. <laughs> dog is totally across. Show's going to the dogs. Anyway. <laughs> Bitches. Um, That's what I say. Bitches. Gordon freaks out when he sees the and then shoots him over and over and over again with a really big gun. Yeah. So he falls off the roof onto a coroner's van right in front of a multitude of TV reporters. Mm -hmm. um, and then we cut away to all the different people who see Theo Gallivan still alive on TV, including Bruce. I like that. Tabitha yep. Butch. Yep. And... Probably my favorite because he's sitting in a house with a rotting corpse and rotting food everywhere. And uh, the penguin, yeah, who says hello, Such a old great friend. Scene. <laughs> yeah, and that's the scene with the penguin in the, in the house like the, the dead body's still there where he oh, cut so like awesome. everything was still there, like right where he left it. Like he gets up and like pours himself something to drink and like sits down and watches TV in that like rotting. House is yeah. kind of kind of incredible. Now he needs a purpose, and he got one now. It does. So everybody's freaking out. You know, to the, you know, he's alive and he's on the loose. And he tried to kill Jim Gordon. I just keep seeing Batman now. I'm like, if they yeah. if this show yep. lasts long enough, yep. and they really oh, yeah. wanted to, they could do Batman. There's, there's that one pull away scene right at the end where Gordon's like, I wonder where he is now, and they pull away and they pull away and they pull away, and he's standing on top of that bridge. Yeah, that was like so Batman. <laughs> it's almost like they're they're saying to, to um to, you know to uh, Warner Brothers like just let us do it, come on, see what we can do. You know what I see them maybe doing is getting to the point where he is in costume and people just refer to him as the Bat, and they don't call him Batman. I could see them going that way, kind of like with uh, yeah. Smallville and the Blur. Well, you know what? They're gonna have a Flash movie and a Flash TV series. You know, why can't they have like a Batman TV well, series I and totally a Batman movie? That. Yes, uh, yeah, of course. Well, even with uh, if they went by how the how he's approached in the Gotham comic, I mean, and just have it that he's you know he's there, but he's not you know he's always he's not always there. He's like there. In Gotham Central. Yeah, in Gotham Central, like he's there uh, every now and then, you know, but but not the main focus of the of the story. It's funny because when the series first started, that's kind of what we thought it was going to be. Remember? Totally. Totally it even had like uh, um oh now I'm gonna blank on their names the two characters the one became the spectrum. Uh, Mar uh Montoya and, Montoya uh, and Crispus. Crispus yeah you even had them I mean we haven't seen them since season one now right yeah yeah they need to come back uh, the the coda to the episode is Ed Nigma uh, he has this little gang of freaks gather some stuff for him like a bug zapper and some ammonia and he goes to this little curious hallway where people keep disappearing to. And he activates his secret elevator and finds himself down in the middle of Indian Hill. And just standing there. And that's how the episode ends. Him standing in the hallway of freaks behind cell doors. Right. Thus ends Gotham. Episode I can all... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I well, I can almost see it, maybe next episode that they have henchmen try to take him down. And you just see uh, Azriel just go through him. 
like mm-hmm. Batman would. Yeah. Because they play with it. Like, I mean, they really went heavy on it, like him walking down the alley, just you well, see the cape. And, and... Think yeah. about how hard they played with the Joker stuff with Jerome. Yeah. That's and true. Then... But, I mean, you could see that that's, what, that, that's where Bruce Wayne's going to get mm-hmm. his this vision of this Avenger. Right. I like how they scene. flip it, though. I like. Right. I, I oh, would yeah. love to see yep. this Batman, because this Batman is totally... It's, it's inspired by totally different things. Like, instead, you know, like this... This Batman would be inspired by the villains. He's a response to the villains, not a response to him. You know, like he would—he would have to be more—he's he, more reactive. He—he would—he would be the threat. He would be the one that would up his his game because just the police just can't handle these these villains right now. And he probably could use to see the example of how much fear you know Azrael is inspiring in, in you know the totally. populace and stuff, and mm-hmm. you see that as an example to to work toward in his own identity as Batman. Absolutely. Yeah, imagine him as a kid, like a teen. He's already getting kind of tall and stuff. Like imagine yep. him as a teenage Nightwing. His mouth type. too, like the authority that he speaks with. Yeah, now. like, like he'll he... check you, like oh, and you're not a policeman, are you now? You know, I mean, just like whoa. Like, what if he did, like, a Nightwing-type character? Like, you know, he's running around just trying to fight crime. Or even something like, do you remember, um, I think it was Batman Year One, where he's just, like, all dressed in black, kind of? Yeah, yeah. And he hadn't figured out that he needed a persona to, like, start fearing to people yet. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And maybe something along those lines, you know. But anyway, I give this episode an A. I really enjoyed it a lot. I'm loving B.D. Wong as as Hugo Strange. Um, I've been... Uh, all along, and, and uh, uh, really enjoying the season, and uh, I just I give this an A. It was good, good episodes leading into a, a what's should be a really cool season finale. Yeah, it's A two. It's just one of my. I think this is one of the best episodes of of Gotham so far. Yeah, I agree. It definitely an A in my book. Um, so many great. Seeds planted and setups for what's coming. It's yeah, I'm excited. I I loved it. A just the emotional intensity of the whole thing and just watching everybody incrementally lose their shit was awesome. Absolutely. Um, something I wanted to mention at the top of the show, but I'm going to mention now so I don't forget again. Uh, John Davis in our uh, Facebook group had a really good idea. Since all our shows are kind of winding down here at the end of May, why don't we do a best of show like a. Uh, like an award show, kind of. You know, best, okay. favorite, best actor, best actress. Uh, most, cool, sure. Most welcome death. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, stuff like that, just uh, across the, the DC TV shows. Uh, I think you know. as a as a bonus gift, the person that suggested that should get, like, the box set of uh, Legends of the Lame. We should, like, invest in that and just send it to their house and... <laughs> <laughs> I just want to give them something nice. Exactly. I'm like, hey, wow. I had to watch it for this podcast. Are we giving out wow. gifts? I'm sharing the love. I'm sharing it. Legends okay. of the Lame. I like that. I'm, yeah. I'm Barbara Gordon sharing. <laughs> you know, it's a dark Gotham, and, and I think Jerry belongs there. <laughs> yeah. See her sense of humor. Man, me and Tabitha could totally hang out. You to- you're right about that. Maybe she's the Barbara Gordon of Earth 4. Not the Zoom. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That could, could yeah. be true. I'm down. Okay. Our next uh, show is The Flash. Season 2, Episode 20, Rupture. Ooh. And I really hate the name of this villain. I'm sorry. Oh, I agree. 
I just thought, you know, why didn't you just call him Reaver or, you know, Ripper or something, Size Boy, you know, anything but Thanks Ripper. Blade. Yeah, there you go. Beyblade? Is that what you said? Whoa. Huh? No. Uh, Barry still has not got his speed back. No. They're using holograms around Central City, which I thought was a pretty cool idea. Exactly. Brilliant. As a, uh, it's if like, Tupac can do it. So can Flash. That's what Cisco says. <laughs> Certainly did. And it works for a while. But Harry, of course, as he does at the beginning of every episode, has to come in and grump everything up. <laughs> Man, it's like, it's a, he... he's like, that won't last for long. Someone's going to realize he doesn't talk. Someone's going to realize, you know, he doesn't go under tunnels, you know. The only way we can, you know, really be safe and be safe from Zoom and all these other things is if Barry gets the speed back. So this becomes the crux of the episode in one one uh, way because we get the council of of Flash dads. Did you guys see the head of this episode? Like all the dads. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> sure. Totally. Um, he goes to talk to his uh, his uh, his birth dad, and then he also talks to um, uh, Harry. You know, Harrison Wilson Earth too, and then of course, and then Joe. Also, I mean, and they all have different opinions on what they should, what he should do. You know, Harry is all about like you got to do this. You got to we we can you know redo the explosion. Everything will be fine. I'll have a contained environment. You know, I have access to all of Wells's. You know, the the other Wells's notes. You know, and yeah, and I get his argument, but you you tend to not ha- take advice from the mad scientist who's wanting to do this. You know, talk to the other two father figures. And then uh, Henry is like, you know, well, I, oh, and we get a really interesting little bit of uh, trivia here. We find out that Henry, that Garrick is Henry's mm-hmm. mom, mom's maiden name. Very interesting. That is going to come back. You know it will. But uh, he Henry's like, you know, you can be a hero without being the Flash. You know, you can be a hero by being Barry. And if you don't want to do this, you don't have to. You don't need to, like, throw your life away just because Harry is telling you to. And I like the potential here of how we're going to have more of Ship in the episodes to come, it seems like. I hope so. He's, he's really good. Oh, yeah. So now we can see that he's the guy with the helmet on his head? The other version of oh, him, mean the man in the iron mask. Oh, yeah, you too. think maybe that's maybe that. And up. that, oh, that's, yeah. See, we that's been, the true Jay Garrick. I think that was one of the. I think that was one of the theories that we posted was that it was actually the '90s Flash that was actually mm-hmm. you know, John Wesley Shipp. True. So. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I, I could totally see that, and that would blow a lot of people's minds. How oh could, yeah. How could his dad be that cute? Whoa. <laughs> um, and then Joe is somewhere in the middle. Joe is kind of like, look, you know, ultimately this is on your shoulders. This is your decision, you know, and it's in your court. It, you know, you, you you can listen to other people's advice and what they tell you, but ultimately the decision is yours to make and no one else's. We get a, uh, a new a new meta villain attacking. First off, uh, we get uh, Cisco. He gets a vibe about his brother, who we haven't seen for a while since uh, um, Heatwave and, and Captain Cold attacked him. Who's an asshole. Yeah, he, yeah, his brother's kind of a douchebag. I'd almost forgotten about that character until I was like, wait, because when he was having the Flash, or we were having the previous episode stuff, I was like, who is that guy? Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, I never forget him, because he's an asshole. Yeah, man, I mean, Cisco was like... I know. Yeah, he agrees. Yeah, the dog. I know. Uh, a, new, a new meta-human is on the scene, uh, Rupture. Ooh. 
Yes, yeah, I know. Just hurt saying that. Um, <laughs> and he is a DC character. I mean, it is based on uh, Vibe's brother. He is old Vibe's older brother. And he evidently is able to channel his powers through that giant scythe. Mm-hmm. He's able to do like energy blasts and stuff to the scythe and make it super powerful, or whatever. Uh, he comes after Cisco because Zoom told him that Cisco was responsible for Reverb's death. And Cisco and his brother run like hell uh, from rupture. That's so dumb. <laughs> uh, rupture. <laughs> sounds like something terrible that happens in the middle of a surgery or something. You know? Yeah, it's it's a surgical thing. Yeah, it's like, what what's wrong? Oh, my kidney is rupture. He's taking over the CCPD and brought Caitlin with him, who is the only one who's able to stop him from immediately killing every police officer in the station. Uh, they all run up the street and set up a new station at Jitters, the only other set uh, that they aren't using. <laughs> I thought that while watching, I'm like, oh, well, good, they get to use this set again. Hey. Caitlin is able to signal to Team Flash. Oh, wait a minute, I'm sorry. Yeah, totally. I'm, it's, my computer just did a weird thing. Hold on. Oh, did it rupture? Yes. My computer. Oh, gosh. See, we talked uh, crap, and this is what happened. Oh, no. It's unruptured. Oh, no. Uh, now that Zoom has come, the, the clock is ticking for Team Flash. There's more pressure on Barry to make a decision. Mm-hmm. But again, like uh, the the, um, the Council of Flash Dads, <laughs> I keep giving him different, you know, different advice, and Barry's like weighing all the advice, even though you know Zoom has taken over the town pretty much, and... People are people are you know suffering for for it. Just do it. I just want to see flash dancing flash dads. I don't know why, but that just creeped into my head. I don't know what. I'm scared of what's in there. Um, they lead the flash hologram. The hologram flash hologram uh, leads rupture into jitters, and the cops are able to take him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zoom shows up, and this is what I'm sorry. And this is the part where he outs the flash as a hologram. And kills Rupture right there for failing him. Man, they don't test this dude. <laughs> like he's trying to tell y'all. Y'all playing games. Wells tried to tell y'all. He don't like... Yeah, I know. I know. No doubt. He don't play. Like, just, this is this is not a game. No, this is not... And no. Barry keeps underestimating people. Like, this is not a game. And Zoom kills every cop in the place except for the captain and Joe. And did and did a and did a thing of like when you look at somebody and say oh, you only alive because my lady likes you, right? Like he just basically right. said it. Like you yeah. only alive because of that. Like you're like a little mosquito or whatever. Like the only reason I didn't slap you out of existence. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that Zoom has killed a whole bunch of cops and, and out of the, to say that Barry is not really, you know, that the Flash is not for reals, um, they decide to, first of all, put uh, Jesse and Wally in the time room where they'll be safe from Zoom and it can't be used as leverage uh, against them. Uh, Cisco takes them this time to like, kind of reunite with Dante, explain mm-hmm. to him what's going on with the uh, whole metahumans and stuff. And, um, they have like one last discussion, and, and Harry's like, "Look, you know, now that Zoom is outed you, every metahuman in the woodwork is going to come crawling out of the woodwork." Yep. Um, what are we going to do? Hmm. So, Mister Barry, man, who knew everything? Barry gets in the machine. 
that Harry, he decides he's going to do it. They're going to recreate the explosion. For some reason, Cisco has to stand on the roof of the lightning rod. They can't just have a lightning rod. They have to have him hold it for some reason. I didn't understand that at all. I mean, except for... The whole plan was the worst plan ever. Can we just call it what it is? It's the worst plan. No, what do you mean, kind of? Okay, so you say that now? You say that now knowing the outcome. No, I didn't. As soon as you say, hey, their their plans are just, just, let's go... To the, to the most I, I knew the outcome as soon as they put those Hello? two in the time room. Come on. Oh, come on. Really? We have to listen. A few eggs have to be broken in order. No, what do you mean a few eggs? The last time we did this, everything got messed up. So let's do this again. Yes. Come on. But this come time on. it's contained. Because I want wild. It was contained and last so- time. No. Oh, and can I ask you? I mean, I just want to say, why why would you put them in a room and they don't have no bathroom? Hello. That's another thing. Like when you leave, she asks, like, "Where's the bathroom?" Uh oh. I'm just saying. I'm just, I just, uh, you know, just. Like a, you said Wi-Fi. Especially if you all get killed, like, why would you put them in a room where they can't get out without Plus, help? Those two seem to have some pretty high running hormones at the moment. Mm. Just saying. Well, I mean, Let's lock them in a room together. <laughs> yeah, because he did kind of was like, "Oh, who's that?" I can see them. <laughs> he did. He when they met. Oh, no, I am. Whoa. He kind of <laughs> said, "Bet, bet." Whoa, hey, how you doing? What's going on? Your watch is going off. I like that. All right. But I don't know. It's just some things you think of. Like they, they don't even have a janitor. They don't have any any food. Do the equipment. They don't. Food. I'm just thinking about the stuff that this, that this whole place doesn't have. But they do have company cars. <laughs> they have cool sweatshirts. They have. Yeah. Here's what I want to know. I want to know the story of, of uh, uh, Johnny, the uh, the chef in the uh, Star Labs commissary. Yes. Right. Who is this guy? This 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 this, uh, this Barry Allen he eats 50 cheeseburgers a day. Who does that? <laughs> I mean, I, I, it doesn't, like, I would say, oh, they don't want the secrets to get out or something. But since anybody could walk in at all times of the day. And it's always clean. The floors look great. It's always clean. You, right, but the you, outside is, like, blown off one quarter of it from the explosion and stuff. And they haven't even bothered to try to, like, I don't know, paint it. But I, who's paying for this stuff? Like, I, 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 that's what I'm trying to figure it's, out. Uh, no, that was – they answered that, like, last season when Cisco started selling some of his tech stuff to the cops. But that's going to be – that's what they've been doing, period? Because they don't seem to use none of the stuff he sold, that he gave them. Well, I mean, there's. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm kind of busy with this crazed nut from another dimension. Okay. I'm just saying they got all these criminals and stuff coming in here, and I I've only seen them use uh use what's what Wells Wells owned owned like a bunch of patents and stuff and Star Labs (laughs) and whatnot. Don't question that. Okay, fine. Suspend. The money, the money from the boxing glove arrow patent alone would pay for everything. There you go. I'm just saying. All right, I'm sorry. Hey, do you guys ever watch that? You know, like during the little commercials, they say you know go online and watch the Chronicles of Cisco. You guys ever stopped? I never think about. I haven't. I I I think about. I'm like I'm going to, and then I I keep thinking like, oh, I'm gonna do it, but then you watch the rest of the episode and you forget. Right? I totally forget because I'm watching. Totally. It. 
because I'm usually not watching it on TV. Like I'm either looking at it on the computer or. Well, the funny part is, like, when we were, we, the first season, we were like, well, how are those guys in the pipeline getting food? And how, yeah. and this or whatever. The Chronicles of Cisco actually explained all that. Oh, then you know what? I need to watch that. It, yeah, it's, it's like a blog, too, oh, that you can read. I need to watch that. Uh, so we they put Barry in Harry's machine. They inject him with all the chemicals that he was exposed to that night. And then Cisco does a Harry Potter joke and, yeah. <laughs> and pulls in the lightning, and Barry's like groaning in agony. And as Barry was like kind of dissipated uh-huh. and like exploded into this wave of energy, that's right when Jesse and Wally run out into the hallway and they both get hit with the yep. wave of energy. And I knew it. I, I did too. I, as soon as they put him in that room, yeah, yeah. I wow. knew it. We, we talked about this a few episodes back, Jim. Remember, I was asking yeah. you who do you think's going to end up first in uh, it's Wall or when are we going right. to see Wally West this season or not? And you said we'd see Jesse. I think, her, and now we looks like it's the same. Yep. <laughs> you know what? Because I think this season has been the evil speedsters, right? And, and kind of people that misuse this, the powers. I think next season is going to be. Barry actually having to deal with people who are good guys that have the powers and and kind of training them and how to use it. I think it's got a lot of the episodes. I think next season is going to be about that. Um, Barry is is destroyed, exploded, gone. There's a puff of smoke, and that's it. He's in the Speed Force, which is well, what I wanted. Well, this is what oh, you yeah. and I know, but not yeah. spelled out in the show. For right. everyone that's right. watching the show, they may think that Barry's dead. Okay. Yeah. So, What's what is we're being led to believe anyway. Right. Um, uh, Zoom. All right. Cisco comes down from the roof and thinks everything you know is, is hunky dory, and he's like, "So how to go to?" Oh. And then they look at his like burned up uniform and stuff, and then Zoom, who saw the lightning storm, and was afraid that you know they had created a new Flash, mm-hmm. um, rubs it in their faces that they you killed. Tried Barry. to repeat the process. All you did was kill him. You kill him, Caitlin. Great job. They know who you are. Do you have to keep going with the voice modulation? Didn't Caitlin ask Tony Todd ever, guys? Caitlin asked him that. Caitlin asked asked him that last episode. He said, "Did she? Oh, just a monster." I wonder though. I heard like there was a the darkness in the eyes. It would be amazing if they did this, but they probably won't. But it would be something in Arrow, when they got that power, it, it looked the same with the eyes. That could just be because they're using the same, you know, same special effects. You know what? I think the episode you missed, uh, Daryl, I said exactly the same thing because they referred to it as the darkness. Right. It's the same special effect with the eyes yeah. going dark or whatever. I think it, it might be tied in together. You know? Wouldn't it be? So, I mean, that would make mm. total sense that, that that would be the... the I did thing. not think about that. That would totally be the thing. Because what if, what if uh, you know, Central City is the other nexus? You know, the other... Mm-hmm. Those two cities are part of the... They're both a, a nexus to the, to the evil. And that brings up a little commentary I had going in my mind is, you know... Everything is, it's on your shoulders, Barry, basically. You got to do this and get your powers back. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, the whole, you know, you're our, you know, help me, Obi-Wan, you're our only hope kind of thing. I was going to say that. <laughs> and, and, uh, but they know other people that have powers. They know other superheroes right. in I other know. cities. Yeah. Yeah. 
they don't have telephones? I mean, I don't... <laughs> well, actually, think about I mean, it. I get it. They're I gone. Get it. But they're gone. Yeah. Remember, this is the legends of, of Lame. They're gone. Lame. I have a better idea than, than, than even that. Well, right? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Are you ready? Okay. okay. Yeah. So listen, while I was testing out that tachyon thing, I met this girl. She was, uh, her name oh, was Supergirl. Yeah. yeah. And not only did she have super speed that would rival Zoom's, but she also had super strength and a bunch of other powers. Oh. And she like donuts. I wonder, I wonder if she could help us. Yeah, she liked ice cream. Ice cream uh, donuts. Maybe she could help us. And she is fine. I wouldn't mind getting, you know, getting to talk to her again because she, she was fine. Yo, Iris, why you... I went to the secretish lair yeah. where nobody really had a secret. And there were some um, people in costumes with uh, weapons and stuff down there. And so. they had a woman with wind, electricity. Like, <laughs> it was all a dream. It was all the dream. <laughs> and you were there, and you were there. Well, actually, you... none of you were there. But <laughs> it was all a dream. So next, uh, next week is the uh, episode of The Flash directed by Chub Toad's Earth 2 self, uh, Kevin Smith. Yeah. Oh boy, here we I'm go. I'm looking forward to it. You so think they'll be crying in it? Well, and they've already announced he's going to direct another episode. Not, probably not this season, but next season. But I wonder if we'll get the... Because uh, I've been waiting for the, the Matrix-type episode where he comes... You know, when Neo first came out of the Matrix and he's he has the power when he realizes he's the one and he fights... Uh, that dude, I, I keep waiting for the thing when Barry has to fight uh, Zoom and he comes at him and he's like, he can control the speed force. Because that's what I keep thinking. He's, he's eventually going to be the one yeah. to control the speed force and just starts taking the speed from him. And that's, and that's the only thing that, that's the only thing that's stopping Zoom's body from degenerating is the speed force. Yeah. So if Barry's able to manipulate that out of him, that's the end of Zoom. Yeah. I just keep waiting for that moment where Zoom is like yelling. He's like, ah, I'm going to destroy everyone. And then, you know, Barry comes out and starts glowing red and and does his thing. I really like the way they, um, in the Justice League cartoon, and that's going to be something else that we're going we're to talk about, we'll mention at the end of the show. Um, when uh, the Flash goes too fast and he ends mm-hmm. up part of the Speed Force, and he's like, yeah. it's so beautiful. And he like kind of fades out, and the, his friends have to kind of pull him back because he's so... Right, you know, and uh, become part of the Speed Force. I always, always thought that was a cool take on it too. So. It'd be cool to see if the suit can actually be like you remember in the in the comics. He he can, the suit is actually made of Speed Force. Mm-hmm. So uh, it'd be cool if they actually were able to do something like that. That would be awesome. Uh, I give this episode a B, just because uh, of rupture. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that out there. Well, Let's watching see. it, it may be rupture a little bit. So yeah, yeah, maybe. I give it a B minus on that. Um, but uh, I, I, it just this episode just made me go, oh, hurry up and get to the part I want right. to see. It's the next episode, right? Like, exactly. Like that's what it yeah. made. But the dark, the the part where they scared, like the fear on Joe's face when he killed all those cops. Oh. Yeah, and and just because I felt scared, because it's like you have no defense now, like there's nothing you could possibly do to to save yourself. Well, and then his face later when Barry disappears. Mm. I mean, yeah, the horror of. Uh, and, I mean, and, it's so so realistic. I mean, right. yeah, and Iris, make up your mind. 
when I when I <laughs> just, like yeah. I just that, need you to that's, just that's just a typical woman. I no, didn't. Oh, oh come on. Can you just mansplain that again? Mansplain. No, my, honestly, my neck was twisting what, a little what, bit. I was like, no. <laughs> what's the time signature on that before he made the show? Yes. Mark, how long did we we made it to the second show? So yeah. it's kind of a record. <laughs> yeah, it'd be. You know, it was. There were some good parts. There were some hokey parts. There was a lot of hokey parts. I'm kind of done with Iris's back and forth crap. You either commit or get off the pot. Exactly. I'm done with this. Yeah. Word. Yep. Yeah, he should be hanging out with Supergirl and stuff. Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, can't wait to get to that talk later on today. We move on now to Arrow, uh, season four, episode twenty. Hey, four twenty. All right, yeah. job. <laughs> appreciate that. Uh, the episode is called Genesis, and it doesn't have anything to do with Phil Collins. Uh, I checked. <laughs> I know. I was like, huh? <laughs> we, can, we can name it. Hey, Felicity don't like you that way no more. Guys, if you're going to work for Hive, they have a severance package. That sucks. Man, <laughs> did you or did you not? I swear I knew that dude worked for Hive. But the medical and dental oh, are still yeah. not worth it because you won't need them. <laughs> no, you kind of won't. You kind of won't. Do they got Wi-Fi that low, that, that deep in the ground? They got a Wi-Fi iron. Uh, <laughs> some to- some tinfoil and uh, some Ethernet cable. It's amazing what you can do. Uh, Damien Dark now is out of prison and uh, decides he's going to do his plan on his own. He doesn't really need Hive anymore. I'll need you. So he kills all the other people from his little council of evil that he had earlier in the season. Um, all he needed was like one bald guy with a cat. You know, that would be great. Be like, That's all he needed. What, what did I do? <laughs> it was the Evil League of Evil. There's You got to sign in. You got to like apply online. They send you like a kit, a starter packet and stuff. Guild of Calamus intent. Oh, like a right. bird or falcon or something. Right. Show, show up. Right. Yeah. So he kills. So he kills all the. Uh, oh, and by the way, now that he's out of jail, he's wearing all black on black suits. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he's in his Johnny Cash face. He kills the rest of the guys in the Council of Hive and then dumps their bodies all around town. Um, that kind of lets Team Arrow know that you know he's getting ready for his final assault, uh, whatever that may be. They're really not sure what Dark's you know big big picture endgame is. Um, Oliver is insistent that they need some sort of knowledge of magic to go up against a Dark. Which we all been saying for the last eight episodes, right? Like since Vixen was on. <laughs> like, duh. Um, he's got a contact in Hub City, which is the home of the Teen Titans Go. By the way, yes! <laughs> I laughed. I laughed when I heard that. Okay. <laughs> uh, who Constantine knows, uh, and they're they're going to uh, seek some training from from the shaman. Right. Uh, so Arrow Team Arrow gets the rest of the week off, pretty much. <laughs> the rest of the team. I was excited well, Mag- to hear Constantine's name dropped again. And, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Well, um, Mag Negro messed up a lot too. But yeah, we. Off. Oh yeah. Uh, he's he's still mad at Andy's betrayal. And so I'm gonna stuff. do more dumb stuff. Yes, he's he's a little hot under the collar. Uh, first, Oliver and uh, Felicity head off to Hub City, and they decide to place a blackjack, uh, based on suggestion of Constantine and Felicity. Counting cards wins all the monies. All the monies. And it turns out this woman that they're playing blackjack with, Ezrin Fortuna, is the shaman that can show Oliver 
the way to fend off Dark and his darkness. Bib Fortuna. The power of love. Oh no, what a wonder. I thought she was going to be um, Madame... What's the chick in the purple dress? Yeah, like dark. yeah I thought it was going to be Madame Xanadu. I did too. It would have been great. That would have been great. great. Right? And I was like, oh, who? The what? Because she fine. And, <laughs> right, yes, exactly. <laughs> Xanadu is she fine. If Xanadu Seriously. got that same look like that. Exactly. Yeah. I, was uh-huh. I, thought, I thought it was going to be her too when I saw this actress. I thought, whoa, Madame Xanadu, awesome. Totally. Uh, they too busy. They too busy writing underground bubbles and stuff. Yeah, um, she t- you know informs tells Oliver he needs to combat the darkness with the, the power of light. Trey, you say but, my name. <laughs> <laughs> That's, so That's what I can't wait for. for the, the, <laughs> something princess. <laughs> say my name. <laughs> I was thinking, uh, need you only what you bring with you. Exactly. <laughs> it's like it's all of it. Every cliche is in that is in that episode. True. Uh, That's true. She kind of gives him a little whammy, and he's able to defend that. But then, when she brings out the big whammy, he uh, ends up having this hallucination of being, you know, beaten by his uh, his uh, big bats, including Deathstroke in that scene. So that was cool. Cool shout back. All the do- I'm too dark. I have too much darkness inside me. I'm too dark. Um, she tells Oliver, as long as his own inner light does not shine brighter than his darkness, that he'll fail against dark. This little light of mine, it is the only thing I'm gonna let you shall be the master. When Oliver gave uh, Diggle the week off, Diggle decided to uh, go uh, check in with Lila and baby Sarah. Mm-hmm. They're hidden in a truck, like a mobile home. It's also a command center for Lila. And uh, he goes off and search for Andy, and he ends up finding him and like catches him like in an abandoned warehouse. It seems like that's all there are in this town: are skyscrapers <laughs> and abandoned warehouses. Well, everybody get killed, and they don't have no cops left. So would it's you like work Cleveland. there? It's like Cleveland. Yeah. It's, it's not even like Detroit. not even a McDonald's though. No, like Detroit. No, it's like Detroit. It's like Detroit. They did have a burger thing chain, Just but I think that yeah. they left. They must have left town. Big Belly Burger, huh? Yeah, they don't be. They're not there anymore. Diggle uh, catches up to Andy, but it's all—it's a ruse, and of course has, it is. Of course, duh! It's Andy. Hello. <laughs> Did you really expect anything else? Uh, some ghosts pop out, and they—they they take uh, John out. Uh, and back up, like they said to you, like backup is—is is like five minutes away. Right. So he goes off on his own, of course. Oh, you know. <laughs> This I've is not really, the cool, really, like, calculated Diggle that we know from earlier. Exactly. No. I have it's a loved hot-headed that Diggle that I don't know. No, I don't know this dude. I think I've that helmet. That character for three years, four years, however long. Now, I just, he is so ridiculously ruined for me this season. I just, I. It's the helmet. It cut off. It's not the just the helmet, though. No. He is overacting scenes. Thank They're you. writing him poorly. They're just it, uh, it's I'm it's I'm not happy with Diggle. Are you ready? This is the past three episodes. If only I listened to Oliver and not trusted my brother. Exactly. And then what do you do? You can't kill your brother again. I know. So now what is this episode? Okay. If only I listened to my wife and, and not gone after up. my brother and gotten back up. Yeah. yeah. You know there are things you don't come back from. Taking oh. taking baby Diggle Diggle napping the little baby Diggle. Not mm-hmm. cool, bro. Okay. Not cool. There's things you can't come back from. That happens, you cut ties. He's dead to you, literally. But no. 
I know. I'd have, I'd have killed him a long time ago. Right? I mean, it's um, no problem, bro. Diggle wakes up. He's chained up on what looks like an abandoned set from the movie Saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Andy tells him the dark is on the way. Uh, he tries to talk to Andy. Yeah, that really works so well for you so far, John. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, Andy tells him the only family now he has is Hive. But he's my brother. They pull John down from the rafters, and uh, Andy goes him into shooting. John refuses and leaves his brother for dark. Uh, he takes out the ghost. But how do you, like, that's one-on-one right. in training. When you get away, if you feel like you got away too easily, that's probably because they put a tracker on you. It's... You don't go right back to hold. You do not go right back to headquarters without checking for trackers. Like, that's... Has nobody has nobody seen Star Wars? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm they saying. put it. They obviously are tracking us. Well, and you're special forces. You're special forces. You are taught but this. But they have all these crazy technologies, all this stuff Cisco built for them, all this stuff, and they don't have something they can install in the doorway that detects <laughs> shit like this. I mean, come well, on. Well, actually, when you get captured. Like she should know better. You don't get to the truck. You you have your men put the wave. They wave the, the detector over your body. You don't just get back onto the to the truck, especially when you're trying to keep the headquarters mobile because you don't want them to know where you are. They're just this is not stuff we're making up. This is stuff that they do. Like you don't you just don't go right back. They check you to make sure that you know you don't have trackers on you. It's not some space age thing. They actually have right. technology really, to do that. Like right. and they have dampening cool. technology. It will literally yeah. fry all your your device, your listening devices. So yeah, it just doesn't. It's like they. I don't. It's like the people that do Arrow. It's like they don't. They don't know how judge. They don't know how courtrooms work. They oh, don't yeah. know what DAs do. They don't know who cops procedures for cops. They don't know what the procedure is for mili- for military. Oh, that's not, true. Like, no, not, that's not to down arrow, but I mean, look at a show like Daredevil, that like yeah. totally got the legal part right. Yep. You know, Consultants it, are not that expensive. Yeah, exactly, it's not that hard to get a lawyer or you know a retainer just to talk for an hour or two to be like, well, what would happen in this situation? Yes, it's not that difficult to do that. Like you, you have a budget for that. I mean, for a consultant, I mean, it's not like you can't. And I realize with Arrow, you have stories that are way over the top and kind of crazy and stuff. And, and, I and all that. But yeah. it takes away from the, the like me caring about the story if I don't believe in the story. And if I don't see a credible police force or I don't see a credible right. courtroom case, it takes me out of the story. You know? Yeah. I totally get what they're all saying. It does. Unless, unless there's a story reason for it to be that way. But that's not the that's case. That's not the case no. with Arrow at this all. Is your org- like, this is supposed to be the, the, the organization that is better trained than the CIA. Like, this is supposed to be, like, the really... Yeah, this is, yeah, this is like the Black Ops. I mean, this is like the hush-hush. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. This is the elite, I would say, of the government. Like, Indeed. And if right. you can't believe the realism of what you're watching, then you don't... It undercuts the tension of the drama. It totally does. You know, because it takes you out of the story. It's anything that takes you out of the narrative. You know, and you're thinking... You're not thinking about the story itself. No. You're thinking about, like, wow, that set looks cheap, or... Man, they would totally never do that, or that's not how the CIA works, or you know, um, they uh, as Daryl alluded to, they put a tracker on Diggle, and they follow uh, that tracker right back to Lila in her Argus command center. Um, Andy shows up with some RPGs and some more ghosts. Dark stops the truck with some magic, 
And uh, Lila realizes that she's the target. Well, of course. And Diggle takes off with the baby in a backpack. I, I, by the way, I just want to say, everybody out there, do not put your child in a protective backpack and drive it <laughs> no. in the back of a motorcycle <laughs> no. or a movie truck, okay? I, 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 I'm glad I that. wasn't the only we're, one bothered by that. that. <laughs> you put him in a backpack? You put him up to you. If you're going to do anything like that, you strap him to your back, to the front of you, not to the back of you. Yep. Exactly. Like, I don't even like kids, and I knew that. <laughs> what do you mean, you monster? What do you mean you don't like kids? What, I know, what does I that just, even mean? I say that, and I'm nice. Okay, just kids. shut up. Don't. No, you're cut off. But I want to say it anyway. <laughs> it's good to want things, Daryl. It teaches you character. Don't put him on the back like that and just have the baby all You can't all tell that mother what to do. It's Mother's Day. God dang it. What's wrong with you, Daryl? Mother's Day, Jerry, by the way. <laughs> Thank Happy you. Mother's Day, Queen of the Demons. Uh, it's evil and chaos, but thank you. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day to you too, Chubb. <laughs> oh, I don't even want to know what the mother of. I'm yeah, he's scared. been supporting single mothers for a guy. Yeah, at least help, he helps them get their start. He helps them get their start, exactly. you know. It, it's, it's, I, I give back. It's because I care. He's a benefactor of single mothers. That I, I, I'm just, I He's his own home for wayward mothers. That exactly. exactly. It's like Bill Murray and um, what was that? Uh, the Kingpin. Kingpin. And, yeah. He has an outreach program for single yep. mothers. Exactly. <laughs> no, 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 not you. You. Not you. <laughs> All that's staying, all that's staying in too. Okay. Oh God, you're painting me with a brush that is just wrong. Accurate. <laughs> Accurate. Okay. Well, that got me. Anyway, uh, Andy chases after John with a few ghosts. Dark makes a move on Lila, uh, Lila, and um, he grabs her and he like tries to pull something beneath the skin of her forearm. It looked like. Um, but as he does that, the arrow appears. Ready to try to kick his butt. Um, of course. Wait a minute, my computer is freaking out again. Uh, it's rupturing again? Yeah. Tell <laughs> me rupture! <laughs> Talking my computer like that. We get to, you know, he, he gets a few hits on Dark, and then Dark starts doing the whole sap the life force thing. Uh, he just stops. And just as the color drains... From Oliver's face, it returns, and his eyes start glowing with the light that uh, Ezrin showed him. Um, he stops Dark, he knocks both of them down, and he saves Lila, but he allows his photo, his photo to escape. So, you know, he was able to confront him with that light power. On the other side, you know, Diggle's uh, escape is a little messier. He's run down by ghosts, and then Felicity, using her great tactic of hitting people with a van... <laughs> uh, saves the day. What do you call it? The Felicity Slam, or <laughs> pretty much uh, the Felicity mm. Felony, or whatever. He catches up with his brother, and he like keeps alternating between holding him at gunpoint and knocking him around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but Andy refuses to give up. He's he's pledged his allegiance to Dark and to Genesis. Um. He taunts John for not having the guts to do what's necessary to protect his family. I was taunting him. And then John proves his brother wrong by shooting and killing Andy. Took you long enough. If only I didn't listen to Oliver and not trusted my oh, brother. My 
It's like you don't even like that dude anyway. Like every uh, time they have flashbacks, you're always yelling at him. You don't even see, like why him is he like so that. So anxious to die. What was that about? I don't. What does he want to die? Yeah, he was taunting him to die on purpose. He, he was. He pushed every single button, and it wasn't enough until that final step. Why do you want to die that bad? What is wrong with you? I just want a show where I want it's an episode. The yellow of this. pills. But I, I want an episode where they start some storyline where they're trying to taunt, you know, taunt the brother or whoever to kill him, and they just shoot him right away before he even finishes. Just get it out the way. Don't even go. I laughed when he did. I, I was literally laughing. I was like, "Whoa!" Finally. Well, he did try to look like he was surprised. I'm like, "You did just taunt like, him for like on." This is almost a year and a year of you just effing with his with him. Seriously, constantly. like unabashedly. Like, you keep coming back to him and say, oh, you're my brother. I don't give no F about you. <laughs> like, Man, his brother died seven years ago. Whether his, he physically died or not, he died. And this is not the person he knew as his brother. Nope. It's just an asshole that is yeah. using his brother as an avatar. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, yeah, I should have listened to Oliver. Yeah, it seemed to be the the Rowling craft for like three episodes now, and now he like, finally oh. finally kills him. Oliver finds John kneeling beside his dead brother, and John says, "You know, he knew Andy would never stop being a threat to him. Just and he had to do it to protect his family." Oliver almost had a look like, "Oh man, you did it! Like you shut up!" Yeah, <laughs> tell him you got right to be like, how many you got? Shit, anybody for this moment? Come on, come on, dude! It's his own brother. Give him a break, man. Shut up. He's got to feel bad enough, right? Yeah, like, come on, dude. You told me not to trust him. Uh-uh. Uh, we then soon find out that Dark was after something called Rubicon. That was, uh, and he did get it from Lila beneath her skin. Uh, is it's, that a river in Italy? It is, but in this case, it's a means of preventing any country from using its nuclear weapon. And it could be hacked and altered to actually give anyone control of the worldwide nuclear stockpile. Now Damien Dark has it. But they're wondering why, you know, to what end? Why does he want to destroy the world and rule nothing? Um, the name Genesis clues him into Damien's plan. God wiped the earth clean in the biblical book with a flood so he could rebuild. So mm-hmm. it's like, a, this is very much like a Ra's al Ghul plan, to be honest. Yes. It's the same good. god dang yes. plan. <laughs> where he, where in the, I remember in the cartoon he wanted to wipe out, like, what was it, 85 or 90% of humanity? And yeah. leave five to ten percent to survive. Um, Thea, by the way, who's been DOA or um, not DOA? I'm sorry, missing that MIA. <laughs> sorry. Yes. I'm, not, I I I'm like, not, did I'm, I miss a scene somewhere? <laughs> I was gonna say, I... he's he's Captain Acronym, not me. Mama say, Mama Sabu, Mama. Mama Kusa, Mama say. Shamon, Shamon, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we get elderly Usher in the next episode. So. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Thea's been MIA this whole time. She went on vacation with Alex. Uh, she wakes up in this, like, idyllic suburb with Alex, and she's kind of feeling spacey. Uh, she notices, like, the, the sounds in the background are running on a loop. Mm-hmm. Like, she's knowing, she knows, like, just when a bird is going to eat or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it realizes, and she realizes that the bottle of vitamins that Alex is trying to feed her are the same mind control pills that Dark uses to make the ghosts listen to him. Um, three, Thea tries to get out of there, but you know finds ghosts patrolling the town. 
and she makes a run for it, is knocked out by like it seems like an invisible force field, very uh, Truman Showish, you know. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I was thinking the Matrix. Yeah. I was thinking, oh, or, um, she just now realized she's in the Matrix. Cat, cat in the woods. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yep. The woods. Or or the dome. Yeah. Under the, the dome, end, right? Or the Hunger Games. So basically, Damien Dark's going to kill everybody and let everyone live in this little um, arc. Pleasantville shit. Yeah. Right? Unless mm-hmm. Team Arrow can stop him, we're all condemned to a life of suburban mediocrity. Yeah, you know, this is possibly them. just his way of wiping the people supporting Trump off the planet. Are you kidding? Donald Trump would love white picket fence 1950. Hello? I was about to say, this is, <laughs> yeah. the, this is the Trump that's like, route. That's like Trump prom, promise land, yeah. dude. Right, yeah. yeah. This, is, this is the Pleasantville that, uh, that the Legends of the Lamb went to that one time where there was racism. It's right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Duh. So, Arrow. It happened. It was a show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was on, oh, there was an arrow in it this one time, too. And there was on I TV. give it a D. Whoa. Wow. For Damien Dark, huh? Oh, well, Just I saved dumb. a D for another show, but this gets a C. Yeah, C is average. I'll, I'll give this a C. It was it was an episode of Arrow. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say that much for it. And they did finally get rid. I mean, John finally got took care of business with his brother. So doesn't matter because it's too late. And we're seeing some of the pieces parts coming together for the end game for the end of the season with the Damian Dark and the, and all the um, you know the light and darkness magic stuff. There's just a thing with this where you don't have to make your heroes. Uh, less intelligent to make your villains seem uh, better. Right. It was hokey. It was hokey. That seems to be the problem. It's like they write the, they just totally disregard stuff and like Diggles had special forces training. Nah, we're going to negate all that and have him do rookie stuff. This is stuff that even Thea doesn't do. Yeah, no, D. Everybody was dumb in this episode. Diggle finally caught on and did what he had to do, and I mean, but his brother's been the biggest betrayal the entire freaking season. So it, this is not something that's you know not expected. And then they had a shaman in there, and they didn't even make her more interesting and yeah. have her help. I, no, D. Uh, and plus, what's this thermonuclear war? What are we back in the eighties? Is freaking right. Matthew Broderick coming to? <laughs> Pretty much. Shall we play a game? Come on. <laughs> yeah, because they're going for the easy. It's magic. Just, well, we it's got lazy. magic. We don't need nuclear crap, okay? It's so lazy and easy. I mean, the first thing you thought of, oh, he's not going to actually get nuclear bomb. Yes, he is. No. It was just, the, just, it was just dumb. I just you felt got, like I was back in 85 and just, no. Mm-mm. You got magic, man. No. Magic can, you can just, you don't have to completely do over. You can do better. But no. Magic. It just seems like, like I said, it seems like the same plan that Rachel Ghoul in the animated series had. It's yeah. the same you know, thing like, to, to over like and over save again. Save a tiny bit of humanity and then let the rest die. Yeah, yeah Daryl and I were like, I synced it. I synced <laughs> it. It's right. That's all I synced it. I synced it. And it wasn't the right. movie that I enjoyed. It's no, just like throw some water on it and water some more. And then it's make... like do something new. Like this is the best. They could have saved it by having Mr. Whipple in the shaman scene coming out and saying, "Don't please don't squeeze the shaman." Mm, No, I don't think that would have been better. I don't think that. That I would have allowed. Yeah, some levity in this. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
Yeah, I think the the big the big thing uh, takeaway is like, oh look, uh, Felicity and Oliver are talking again. Oh yep. boy, let's all get excited for that. Rachel and Ross are back on an upswing. <sighs> I, don't, I, I don't get that reference. I never watched Friends. I don't either. Okay, well they were the whole Rachel and Ross. They were off again, on again. Oh, you know, would they? Will they? Won't they? Blah blah blah. It wasn't oh. in that apartment either. So moonlighting then. I was just about to say, there so we're going go. back to David. No, 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 no. We're going back to Sam and Diane from Cheers okay. and Will He, Won't He. We don't care. Fine, uh, Mulder, <laughs> Mulder and Scully. Exactly. Oh my just gosh. don't care. Mulder and Scully, that was a mistake. Both of those are freaks, so we knew that was going to happen. Well, yeah, that's a given. I mean, he over here dating vampires and Scully just doing one-nighters and getting tattoos. I mean, we knew that was going to happen. they got alien babies. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Y'all pay attention. It gets, it gets freaky up in there, okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Y'all, they got Ellen baby over there. Stop it. <laughs> Cigarette smoking man wasn't the only thing smoking in that show, girl. I'm sorry. We're all stalling because we don't want to go to the lame episode. <laughs> yeah. Let's get the lame of the list. Can we just Ray, stupid, show yeah. F, done. Yeah. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow, River of Time, uh, season one, episode 14. Or as I like to call it, WTF, Ray. <laughs> oh. Exactly. Um, we get we get these uh, scenes all through this episode of Vandal Savage in his little glass cage and each of the members of the Legends, except for Snart and uh, Heatwave, I think, uh, going down to talk to him. And the first one is Rip Hunter. Yeah, and they just... Uh, all right, the first... I guess the first plot line in this is that there's something wrong with the ship, so they send Jax down to fix it, mm-hmm. and he gets um, zapped with temporal energy and becomes an old man instantly. They don't just send him down there. Rip purposely withholds the information of yep. the danger and sends him down there. Right. Say yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> <he's> like, <laughs> yeah. I sure thought he could dance away. For sure. Ursher. 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 Which the episode was ridiculous. Here's the thing: <laughs> as, as the show goes on, I find the guy who plays Vandal Savage less and less credible. Yep, he's intense like, enough. He's just yeah, but you know the, what it is? Like he's a cartoon character. Yeah, but there was a scene uh, with him and Rip Hunter this this episode, oh, yeah. especially at the beginning, where he's like, "You may be a time master, but I am a master of time." Yeah. And I'm just like, what are you, the Sphinx from Mystery Men? What the hell, dude? And what is the deal? You must master your powers, or your powers will become your master. And what is the deal where Vandal Savage can, like, in a fight, he can beat all of them, even the assassin, even even White Canary in a fight. Why the hell would Ray think he could beat him up? What? But why is it when he fought... You could have stopped. He doesn't think. He's an idiot. Exactly. But but why is it that Rip can beat him in in a fight one-on-one? But no one else could beat him in a fight one on one. I don't understand that because he's done it twice now. No, three times. He did it three times already. I don't know. He doesn't have special skills in terms of just because he can go through time. No. He has no enhanced abilities, right? No. Oh, no. So he has that, that that freaky gun. So it just doesn't make any sense why he can constantly do that. And if you could do that in, in the first place, then why don't you just do it already? 
Like, just have them fight everybody, and then you just go up to uh, Savage and you get them. And then you call, and then you hold them, and then you got you get them to the stabbing with the with the uh, the magic metal. Yeah. Yeah, that's what she should have done with them last episode. Is bash the head with the mace, and we'd be done. Yay! I don't, I don't care. Uh, no, we don't. That's not what happened. No. So Jax is down. Rip is kind of like reassessing what he's doing because he, you know, he kind of screwed him over on that. And then, uh, and then Sarah has a little chat with savage Sarah. and it, again it's just not uh, i know what's trying they're trying for here like show like he's getting into all their minds and you know he's messing with them like hannibal lecter right. style or whatever but it just totally was not working for me no it was the, what it what it, it just because yeah. he wasn't credible like you said i just didn't was not working for me you're um, dumb sarah you're dumb leonard and mick have decided you know the things are going south and they want to get the hell out of there yeah. so oh, yeah. Yeah, so Rip's like, go ahead, take your, take the jump ship. It's set to go to 2016. Mm-hmm. But Stein figures out the only way he's going to save Jax is by sending him out into the time stream. So he sends Jax out in the, into the Why jump. didn't he go with him? I don't know. I mean, there was no reason for him to stay. There wasn't like, oh, we've got this plan and you're an integral part of it. Go with the other half of you that keeps you alive. I mean, well, what, right? what is the big deal with just saying? I mean, I don't even get with the con- if he wanted to stay, that's fine. But I with the conflict, I didn't get the conflict of no, not at all. It's why like wouldn't you just head. say to Snark? Because Snark has been protective of the of the the whole team. He's been trustworthy yep. and all of that, right? Mm-hmm. So why yes. would you just say to Snark, take Usher back down to that time with you, <laughs> so he can get safe, right? Because he would have did it. He would. Mm-hmm. I don't even think he would have. Even if the other guy would have said, you know, no, Snark would have been like... But I don't think Stein knew that Snark and, and Rory were coming to use the dropship. You know what I mean? But no, but there was like the earlier discussion where he was right. acting like he wanted to go, yeah. He acted like he did that He did that to Usher quickly before oh. they got a chance to get the ship. That's how he acted. Like he had to do it quick before they got to it. When, when, at, in that all actuality, why don't they just say to the crew, whoever wants to leave, you leave. You go on the ship and you go. Yep. Because they're a team, Daryl. <laughs> and there's only a few more episodes to the end of the season, Daryl. I'm just saying, I, I, you know, I'm sorry. You're, are you trying to apply now. logic to the lame? Is only, that what you're doing? Help it. I there's can't. There's only a few more episodes left, buddy. I'm sorry. Daryl, come sorry. on. We've been in this the whole season. I'm and sorry. you're now trying to say that logic should be applied. Was this retroactively, or is this I, just I, as of now? Because it's I don't not going to happen, bro. I, no. I don't know why I did it. Just, I just let it go. Let I'm it go. Sorry. So Stein sends Usher off t- to save his life. Uh, Stein is pretty much like sacrificing himself because he won't be able to live without uh, his symbiosis with you know Usher. Wouldn't Stein. Usher die too? I don't think so. I think I think it's Stein is weak enough that if he doesn't have the link, he dies. But like Usher is uh, strong and healthy, so no. Uh, I think that's the, I think that's the case anyway. If there's a listener who can tell me otherwise, please do so in the Facebook please. comments. But I think that's the case. Uh, meanwhile, Kendra's trying to get through to Carter by reading love poems to him. Uh, Ray sees this and is kind of like, oh, see you back with Carter now, huh? <laughs> he gets all pee off and then he's like, Savage was right about you, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. 
And then he goes down, kind of spoiling for a fight with Savage. He gets into the cell with Savage, which is stupid because Vandal Savage is like a master of like all kinds of combat and stuff. Um, and douchebaggery. And plus, Savage does the whole thing of we aren't so alike, we aren't so different, you and I. You know <laughs> that whole bit. Oh, let me uh, super villain excogitate real quick because that's Seth. a new thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. And all the insults that he's had over over this entire season, and just those couple of insults with. By Vandal Savage is what makes him mad enough to do something this stupid. Right. Apparently. I guess so. It's love, Daryl. He's blinded by love. I by dumb scripting. Yeah. Blinded by. Yeah, that's pretty much what it's. Um. So Vandal Savage gets. You're just gonna have to face it. He's addicted to love. He's a dick, all right. Yeah, he's a dick. No doubt. Um. Savage ends up getting the upper hand uh, over Ray naturally and gets his uh, uh, ID card and escapes the cell. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray reports uh, just as the team is finishing repairing the ship. Oh, hey, sorry guys, uh, Savage loose on the ship. Whoops. Yeah, because that whole point of being immortal, meaning that no matter how much you beat on him or whatever, he will heal. Like, so you get nothing out of this. Like, no matter what you do to this dude, he he's. He is enhanced because he, he is immortal. He will not he will not die. So you like I just, it was just the dumbest thing in the world for you to think that you could freaking take this dude down when no one's no, been able to do no it. No weapons, no stuff. suit, no right. But he again, is, yeah. blinded, blinded. But no, let me take the, let me take a swing at him. I'm the, I'm a big strapping, optimistic white guy. Sure, I'm tough like that. Now he's tough like that. When they yeah. needed him to be tough like that, he didn't. No, he wasn't. Nope. Uh, Rip figures out a plan uh, because uh, Savage shuts down Gideon, so they have to just pilot the ship manually. Uh, <laughs> sure. Hey, these things happen. Yeah, yeah I'm sure they do. I'm a, uh, I'm, Rip, a, I'm not a pilot. Rip, Stein, and Sarah uh, decide to navigate and pilot the ship to Vanishing Point. And then Ray, Leonard, Mick, and Kendra are going off to uh, fight Savage and Carter, who Savage freed as well. Mm-hmm. Um, their opponents attack them from both sides. Uh, Kendra holds off Carter. Uh, Rip joins the fight as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Savage begins to kill Kendra, and that t- takes Carter out of his magic spell. He gets his flashback, attacks Savage, and then Savage kills him. So he got to be Hawkman for like a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Not even. Not even. And then got killed. Um, I'm fine with that. Rip saves Kendra by taking a laser shot to the shoulder. Um, Kendra finally in, uh, fights Savage and knocks him out. Meanwhile, uh, Rip left Sarah in the captain's seat. With Stein as her engineer. And Yeah, even though she's not a... A pilot in any way. Right. Uh, but now she is, I guess. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And then they uh, show up at Vanishing Point, which is where they blew all the budget for this episode. This Pretty is... much. Pretty much. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of the shot of nowhere in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of scalable structure, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Hunter brings Savage to the Time Masters. He's like, look, he's been abusing the time signal, you know, the time stream, uh, you know, using futuristic weapons in 2766. And the Time Council sides with Savage. 
dun 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 like we didn't see this coming because they foreshadowed the whole thing of i mean how did rip not you know question how savage was time traveling how he had figured this stuff i mean come on it's like daryl said about earlier about why do we have to dumb down the heroes to make the villains smart very good question oh okay because i had one too from daryl I do have a question. Go ahead. Um, That's why we're here. He's going to report that, because if you can prove that Savage is using the time stream, then they can. it's okay to kill him, to eliminate him, right? Right. Um, he He's all happy when he finds out that Savage says he did it. But the only reason why he was able to do it is because you kept going back and forth in time. Exactly. Right. Leaving tracks. Like being so it's so your noticed. fault either way. Yes. Yeah, he says that he, he learns about he figures out time travel because he knew from them that it existed. Mm-hmm. Remember? Mm-hmm. It's a whole bit. So it's still it's your so fault. so obvious, telegraphing your movements like the worst mm-hmm. boxer ever. But, yeah. but all it so. did was just prove that the time that the time masters were right about you because the first thing the time master said was you your repeat going your the the thing of you going back and forth with him is going to damage the time stream that you that's the problem like that's that's going to be a problem you just proved that they you were right that they were right you going back and forth you just showed savage you gave him the weapons he needs to do worse than he was at then to do the the things that are worse than than what you had originally said he was doing that was so terrible being a, a despot right. right so like you're you're they need to kill you too right mm-hmm. and i'll allow it because you know <laughs> exactly <Yeah>, he's <laughs> he's super annoying so I'm, I'm i'm right there with you you <sighs> they throw rip hunter into a cell they take everyone hostage on the wave rider except from leonard and sarah right who realize the jig is up and hide uh, so I guess they're going to save the rest of the crew next episode. They show Rip Hunter. They have him locked up in a giant shower. Um, <laughs> uh, so it look, it's, I don't know. It's supposed to be cell of the future, but it looks like a giant like hotel shower. It does. And uh, Vandal Savage comes to taunt him one more time, and now I'm off to go kill your family. Goodbye. Ha, ha, ha. And then he leaves. And then he goes, and by after- the way, where do they live? And then uh, Hip Rip goes... Screw you, and then gives him the address anyway. Because that's basically what he did. And then Rip yells, no! And then beats <laughs> the walls of his cell. And that's the end of the episode. Like he did his own future. Like he... Yep. I mean... I try, not, I try it, not to think about it too much, because that just makes my head hurt. Um, so. It's like, don't need steal a... my keys that are in the bottom drawer on in my bedroom. Right, it's in the red handle. Just open it, and it's right in there. But don't do it. Don't think about elephants. Are you thinking about elephants? Yeah, I did. Okay, so Legends of Tomorrow, River of Time. F. Wow, F. Uh, L. Let me just put a middle finger up. L. (laughs) Losers. What's the average of a middle finger? And Laugh out loud. <laughs> dumb. I don't know. <laughs> I, I will say this. I'm I'm ready to complete out the season. So and excited. 
I'm I'm ready to maybe hold on to a few little cool things from the season, the few that are there. Well, and, and 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 just hope that they pull a Gotham for season two. That they just I totally so. turn it around. Because, uh, because if, if by the third episode of season two it's still this lame, I'm out. I'm done. Because yeah. if it's the same crew and they already did the same thing... It's still going to be a different cast, so, so I just have that going for it. Oh, really? Yeah, they said it was going to be a rotating cast, and the next season would be a different. It would have different cast. I don't know that it's the cast that makes it awful. The, I think like half the cast is really good, and the yeah. other half yeah, is I not agree. so good. But see, it's hard and, to tell if it's the cast or if it's that crappy writing. I, I think it's the writing because I didn't like. I didn't, I didn't dislike um, Ray when he was on Arrow. No, right, he wasn't bad on Arrow. He no, he was a great character. So I enjoy yeah. Ray on, in Arrow. So and I love the dudes from Prison Break. I love them. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say I'm giving this one a D, and the only reason why I'm giving it a D is because you got Dominic Purcell and Wentworth Miller right. together again in this episode as friends. So they are great together. Uh, I think the guy who plays Stein is really good, and I think uh, the the woman who plays uh, Katie Lodge who plays Sarah is really good. The rest of the cast, as much as I like Brandon Routh, like you said, they write Ray in such a bizarre, scattershot way. Like some days he's, he's supposed to be like the capable scientist guy, and others he's like the like in the Western episode he's kind of like the wide-eyed fanboy, and now this he's kind of the hurt emo boyfriend. And that's, oh, I guess. Oh, it's, done. I'm just, it's just like he's all over the place, and I don't blame Brandon, Brandon Routh because it's just no, he's given, good. He's he's good. It's the so right. I don't think it's the acting. I think it's the material they're given yeah. just. Isn't yeah up to par so. So I give it a D for that reason. I wonder, I wonder different writers for each character because the ones that write Snark especially, they write him so well. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Okay. We have a few uh, few dips in the news bucket here, real quick. I just wanted to mention it just to remind everyone, um, uh, we're going to be doing a. Uh, not oh, uh, it's almost like a book club, and it's not. They aren't books; they're cartoons. I don't know, cartoon club, I guess. Uh, of Justice League, the Justice League cartoon, the Bruce Culture Jam. Club. Culture Club. There you go. Coming, coming, coming. Yeah. No, no. I mean, it's this far without you singing. Let's just keep that a trend, shall we? But anyway, we're going to be doing all of the episodes of Justice League. There will be um, twelve in all if we do two episodes uh, per uh, podcast. Uh, because there were all two-parters in that first run of the series. Uh, the very first part, Secret Origins, is in three parts. Um, it's the origin story, the, the, you know, the Justice League and that universe how they get together. So you can watch along with us as we talk about on the podcast. They're all available on Netflix um, as we speak. So Which uh, week will be the first week? Uh, I guess it would be June 1st, the, the okay. first, first month of June, because all the shows except Preacher will be over by then. Uh, so that that'll be the uh, the podcast we start that, and that'll be Secret Origins, the first uh, three episodes of the Justice League cartoon. They make like one story, kind of like a movie length story. So, uh, Colton Haynes from Arrow made a big splash this week when he came out. Um, did he? He did. He did. He's so pretty. Full. I'm happy. For no, him. what I mean by did he? I've loved him like, since Teen Wolf. It wasn't a. I don't. I don't even. I think he could have even did that and been on the show. I don't think that that's something that people would have hated. Well, this is for. a second show. He did the MTV show too. I mean, no, I mean, you never know. 
I mean, with Arrow, I don't think anybody would have. I mean, besides the people that are hateful and dumb anyway, but I don't think the so main like middle fan America. Base, I'm not know. touching that one. <laughs> but I think the main <laughs> fan base would not have. Oh, yeah. I don't it's sad that he thought that. It's sad that he I mean, that, but I don't think. We have other. We've had other other gay uh, LGBT characters on the show all throughout the show, all throughout that that show and throughout the universe. You know, so I don't. I don't really see that that would be a huge issue. I don't think it would. It's not like a Disney thing or something. Where, but good on him for for you know having the 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 you know bravery to come out and to be an example to other kids. Yeah, I mean, you got to you know like hopefully he'll he won't have to deal with the you know have any anxiety and the you know like what he went through. Right. Painful anxiety. So I'd hopefully that will not be an issue for him anymore. Right. Um, there are rumors this week that Supergirl may move to the CW. Now we we'd reported like last I think it was on the last podcast that we had like you know hard news uh, reporting that that Supergirl had been renewed to CBS, mm-hmm. but now I guess with the the big budget for the show they might be backpedaling on that a little bit and thinking about moving it to CW. I don't know about that i don't know if if the budget of a cw show could sustain i mean the flash has been doing a really good job Mm -hmm. with the budget they must have for that show and even on the high end of a cw budget i don't know if supergirl would be translatable i mean what do you guys think i don't want to see the no i I could see like i think the issue is good what's hard for supergirl any superhero show on on cbs or NBC and ABC is it's ex- they have different expenses like they're everything they do is more expensive mm-hmm. you know where they where they shoot at is more expensive you know the kind of way that they do it is more expensive and then they don't get the money back even if the ratings might be okay enough to do it the problem is it's not attached to a major franchise like a law and order or a criminal mind or uh you know an ncsis or whatever like so it, they don't get that money back like that's a franchise where you throw those names up and they will get the money back tenfold when it goes into syndication and all that kind of stuff um right. it's supergirl it, you're fighting an uphill battle when you do that i like they can do flying and they can do i mean because it's not like supergirl is a, like written so that it would have to be like the Academy Award winning type of, you know, like they don't write it. So it'd be difficult to kind of adapt it to the CW way of shooting it. Like you have to do it in Canada. They would have to. I mean, they probably have to pull back on certain things, but they could still do flight. They could still do, you know, show super strength and stuff of that nature. Um, the only thing is you you'd hopefully the writing would the writing on the flash we, since they can do the Flash and the writing on the Flash have been pretty good, that it would keep that level at least. I don't want it to go down to where Arrow and Legend is right now, but hopefully they, you know, they can keep that writing up and it, the show can get better and better. But I think it would help it if they could put in the CW and they could cross characters over in other shows and back again. I don't know if they can afford uh, Callista Flockhart because I don't know what her deal, you know, like how much. Because it might be a pay cut for some actors that are older, you know, they're more established actors. Maybe she might be right. one of those. So I don't know. But if they could keep everything the way that it is, I don't think it's a big deal. For I think it probably would be better for them to go to the CW because the numbers 
they just have to have a higher number when you're on CBS because right. there's a different standard. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, it's, it's I, always going to be a fight. I think it would be a good thing if it moved. I've heard that before. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, you did a Chub Toad style joke on Chub Toad. Wow, it's like oh. it's like an inception or something. I wow. did. Well, wow. you know what this means, right? The polarity of the universe is now reversed upon itself. Existence as we know it is going to be negated. So, I mean, you know, kiss your loved ones. This is thank, it, guys. Thank, Sorry. Thank, thank you for <laughs> thank you for femsplaining that for me. No, I got you. I got you. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. I'm trying to help you guys. See, like okay? I said, the polarity has been reversed, and so now you right. No, yeah. Everything yeah. needs to be femsplained. You fixed. Well, it. obviously. <laughs> It's been mansplained for far too long, sir. That's right, everything. And it's Mother's Day, so... I'm fine with that. Okay. Uh, Justice League added Ben Affleck as an executive producer. I think that's... This is interesting, considering we've heard that the Bat, the, the Batfleck uh, movie that he's working on with Jeff Johns is going to be, like, chock full of villains. Mm-hmm. Like, Batman's worst day ever. So I'm wondering if some of that's going to spill over into Justice League, or if maybe we see Suicide sure. Squad... You know, kind of leak over into that as well. It could very well happen. I like it. Something I noticed in the uh, for Free Comic Book Day, we got the DC previews or whatever. The DC Rebirth, some of the new comics seem like they're really in line with the shows. Yeah, like, I noticed that. Like, uh, for instance, they, they put a big, they reprinted all the Lucifer trades and put them back out. Yeah. They uh, put a new dress on them. There's uh, uh, the, the new Supergirl title they're coming out with is pretty close to the show. Um, uh, she's skewing a little younger in the comic than she is on the show. But she's still in National City, and you know, a lot of the same things are the same. Um, it, it's kind of interesting like to see DC trying to capitalize on their own success in another medium right? Uh, with comics. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Bringing it all back home, you know. And uh, that's really all the news I have, unless I forgot something major, guys. No, I mean, the synopsis for uh, future shows, I mean, they do it every week, and then I try to post it every week. Right, right. And if you want to read those, you can definitely go to DC TV Podcast uh, Facebook group and read them or uh, watch the trailers or whatever. Um, I, I try to keep them out of the actual podcast just to, you know, because I don't want to spoil. Right, right. Uh, for the next episode, so. Yeah. Uh, but if you if, if you don't care about that kind of thing, go to and by all means, join our group anyway. We're just shy of 200 exactly. members right now. Uh, we're at 193. We just got one new member this week. So We just got one new member today. By the way, somebody joined the group this week named Barry Thawne. Hmm. So, see what they did there? Oh. Uh, very, they're very clever people. Very clever. <laughs> Also, if you have if you have suggestions for uh, for like nominations for weird categories um, for our, for our little you know, DC TV award show we're going to do here in a few weeks, then by all means put those up in the Facebook group as well. I'll start a thread for that. Yeah. Um, or you can th- email us too at dctvpodcast@gmail.com. I mean, you can that's true. Them. You could. Yeah, or you could contact me on Instagram where you get hams instantly yeah. sent. <laughs> Instant <laughs> ham. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's gonna make that app. No, don't say that. What's <laughs> gonna happen? Oh, no, it just happened on this show, so nobody can. I've copyrighted like right, wait, right now. It doesn't work that way. I will have my lawyers come after you. you. Gotta register it quickly. Hurry up. All right, I'm on it. 
You gotta get that domain name. Instagram. Yeah, get it done. <laughs> Instaham.com. There you go. You better get on get on the GoDaddy right now and get that domain. Okay. So uh, thanks, guys, for joining me in another wonderful uh, journey through DC TV this week. If you like geeky podcasts, and I imagine you do because you've been listening to this one for a while, then uh, head over to the TaylorNetworkPodcast.com where there is a whole spectrum and plethora. And yes, I know what both those words mean. Uh, <laughs> a pop, a, a, a veritable cornucopia. Yes. <laughs> of geeky goodness uh, of podcasts over there. No apologies. Nothing's on. Uh, JK's happy hour. Uh, uh, the Comic Rack Snark Fest, uh, um, uh, Arts and Crap, all kinds of great shows over there. Uh, TaylorNetworkPodcast.com. Uh, also, you can find some really cool podcasts uh, from where this one originated at HHWLOD.com, uh, the home of the HHWLOD network. Uh, Daryl and Chubb and I uh, were part of a Star Trek um, retrospective show that we just put out over the network. Uh, we talked about the original Star Trek movies. Um, which was pretty fun. You know, we got to quote Wrath of Khan a lot. That's always that's always a good time. Oh, and up, <laughs> next, up next will be Next Generation. Yeah. So uh, definitely listen. You know, check that out on the HHWLOD site. Also, the Walking Dead TV podcast is there. We're talking about Fear of the Walking Dead now as it's going on. Um, stick around here on DC TV podcast. We pick up Preacher at the end of the month. Pretty excited about that. And until next week, we have some more DC TV to parse out to you. Thank you for listening, and we are ghosts. Good night.